Welcome in, everyone. We are going to put <laughs> the theory to the test of doing the show by ourselves. Uh, my co-hosts are nowhere to be found. So <laughs> I will take your questions here and we'll go for kind of as long as I can. Uh, I appreciate anyone in the audience. And let me know in the comments how I sound. Uh, usually I ask my co-hosts to do a sound check, but there are no co-hosts uh, present at this moment. So uh, I will take your questions. I have some opening segments to discuss. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have to see. We will have to see. But let's uh, jump into the questions we got right here. So what's up, guys? Just me, apparently. I uh, got a couple questions today. I appreciate your help as always. Dynasty full PPR team is two and five. Trade away CD Lamb, get Tony Pollard, Devon A. Chain, and Tank Dell. So it's very interesting. CD Lamb, I have dropped to my Dynasty wide receiver four behind Amon Ra and, of course, Jefferson and Chase. Pollard, I've got at running back nine. And then we have A-Chain, I have at running back seven. And Dell, I've got down at wide receiver 42. So, which is actually kind of low. It feels kind of low. But with that said, I think that I'm going to stick with the one high-end wide receiver asset here in CeeDee Lamb. It is a relatively fair trade. I I'm going to say it's relatively fair, but... If it's relatively fair, I probably want the one over the three things. Generally, that's a good process. If the trade is fair, you want the one asset. Um, is Josh Downs a viable starter in redraft non-PPR formats going forward? Well, non-PPR definitely hurts him. And I would say, yes, you can start him. In half PPR, I don't really rank non-PPR. In half PPR, I'm wide receiver 39 this week. A decent ranking against New Orleans, not my favorite matchup. But with no teams on by, wide receiver 39. So take that with what you will. Uh, viable, on you know, in some weeks in good matchups, yes. This week, not so much. Another question here. So a start-sit question. And I, you know, I do have the start-sit uh, rankings ready. I do have them. But... You know, it's Tuesday. So if you ask me to start to say a question on Tuesday, just be aware that the rankings update throughout the week. If you want to get the full rankings, you can sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash fantasy advice, where you can get the rankings there as they update. No need to ask. I mean, of course, you can always ask on the Patreon Discord, a way to ask me questions, which is always wonderful. But... Rankings are there. With that being said, Daryl Henderson, Deonta Foreman, or Najee Harris. Interesting. I actually have these guys all very similar. For now, just for now, I have Deonta Foreman the highest. I think Roshan Johnson is going to come back. But for now, I have Deonta Foreman the highest at running back 25. So... Actually, I have Henderson at 26 and Najee at 28. So they're all very, very close. We're going to get some updates throughout the week. But for now, that is how I rank it. So uh, as I am by myself, I will 
be doing my best to, I also am kind of losing my voice, of course, you know, more inconveniences, but that's okay. We will persevere. We will persevere. Uh, as I post the YouTube link under the Twitter stream or whatever I'm doing there. Um, we're going to persevere through that. And I'm just going to do the best I can. You know, Bear with me if I'm going a little slower than normal because uh, I don't get anyone to give me a breather. So let's move on to my opening segment. So as a lot of people know, Chris Olave was arrested for speeding. There was a video... Um, And I have had some questions. People are talking about it. Is this a big deal? The answer is no. I think I learned my lesson from the Jordan Addison situation of like, and that was a much bigger deal, much higher rate of speed and all that. I'm not concerned. Is it ideal? No. I still ranked him normally in this week, even if starts it. I don't expect him to miss any time. Um. I'm more concerned about the poor play of Derek Carr than anything else uh, when it comes to Chris Olave. And that's more of a problem is Derek Carr's poor play. So Derek Carr needs to get his act together. And he needs to realize that Chris Olave is the best receiver on this team. And they need to fix whatever problem was occurring during the Jacksonville game. There were problems. I think we could all see that there were problems. There was screaming, there was yelling, there were issues. And we don't like issues. So hopefully that can get corrected. But as for the uh, value of Chris Olave, honestly, this is a buying opportunity if people are panicking. I'm not gonna panic on a young wide receiver who's shown elite traits in the NFL. We can't do that. Let's move into the next question. And I do appreciate people asking questions. Um, Today, the show, you know, since apparently I'm by myself, the show will go as long as the questions dictate the show should go. So if you have a question, ask it as soon as possible, because I have no idea how long the show is going to go. So Kevin says that I sound good. I appreciate that. Um, I try my best to sound the best that I can. Mm. Okay. What is Tank Dell's value? So I, I mentioned him offhand earlier that I have him at wide receiver 42 in Dynasty. I would say that I would pay a random 2024 20, second for him and probably not more than that. What would you want back for Adam Thielen? So Adam Thielen is already 33. He has no value beyond this year in Dynasty. So if And it's very possible. I mean, Adam Thielen was such a late-round draft pick that it's very possible that you had Adam Thielen on a team that's not very good, and you just happened to have him. So I would say I'd like a second. It's probably not going to happen. Maybe you could combine Thielen, Thielen and a third for a second. You could potentially do that. That's probably the most likely thing. Next, I would try for two-thirds. If you can't do any of that, then you can't do it. But, you know, if I'm on a, if I'm two and five or one and six, I'll take a third if I have to. Once you get to a point, right? And we are at that point where, and I did this with one of my own teams today. You get to a point of like, 
you realize that your path to making the playoffs is very thin. If you're two and five, you know, we're in a league where half the teams make the playoffs. Your path is thin. So what matters is what is worth more on January 15th? Adam Thielen or a third round pick? Probably a third round pick. So you get to a point of where you have to do something like that. Jordan Addison. Well, I mean, he played very well. I mean, that's my thoughts on Jordan Addison. He had uh, seven catches, 123, and two touchdowns on 10 targets. I mean, he is taking advantage of Justin Jefferson being out. He is stepping up. And I love to see it. So Jordan Addison, I've moved up to wide receiver 12 in Dynasty. Now, in Dynasty, I kind of see it a certain way. So let's explain how I see the wide receivers in Dynasty at this point. And I picked a bad day to have a sore throat, but it is what it is. So, Chase and Jefferson are one and two. They are above everyone else. Then, I kind of have a trio of what I would call maybe a duo. I mean, Amon Ra and CeeDee Lamb are three and four. They're not even 24 years old. They're 24 and 23. They're alphas. They're doing great. Very young alpha players. They're three and four. Then I have Garrett Wilson at five. Garrett Wilson is a total alpha. He's just stuck with a bad quarterback for now. But he's getting all the usage of a high-end wide receiver one in fantasy. So I get Wilson at five because he's even younger than the other two. And I think he's elite. Then A.J. Brown, I have it six. Just because he's already 26. But he's still in the tier because he's going to produce more than uh, Garrett Wilson, Lamb, and maybe not Amon Ra, but Garrett Wilson and Lamb. A.J. Brown will produce a little bit more. But he's a little bit older. So I have him a little bit lower, but he's still in the tier. Those are the top six. Then I kind of get to the next group. And they all have a lot in common. You have Chris Olave, Brandon Ayuk, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, Devonta Smith, Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Puka Nakua. They're all kind of a group. They're all showing either they have a very good track record of good production. Ayuk, Waddle, and Higgins. They, and Smith as well. Or they're a rookie who's looking very strong. It's in JSN now and, and Nakua. Or they're Chris Olave, who's really talented. So that's a big grouping. And then, you know, I still, I have Jordan Addison ahead of guys like Drake London and Zay Flowers, because I just feel like Jordan Addison has shown more than those guys in less time. So I like Jordan Addison a lot is the uh, takeaway. Uh, 10 team, one QB, half PPR, Diggs and Burrow or A-Rich and the 24-101. Well, I guess I would lean the 24-101. It'll be worth by far the most in a one QB once the season is over. But it was just a lean. Uh, we'll go that way. In Dynasty, thoughts on Roshan Johnson. I would like it if Roshan Johnson could get on the field. Um, I think that we see what Deonta Foreman is doing in this offense. There's a lot of potential here. There's a lot of potential. Hmm. So if Roshan Johnson can come in and play well, I think he has a lot of potential. But now that Deonta Foreman has kind of stolen the spotlight for a little bit, he has to kind of take the starting job back. So we'll see. We will see. I do still think, though, and this has not changed, and it's why I don't have Roshan Johnson ranked that high. 
Remember that he only has fourth round draft draft capital. So in my opinion, the Bears 2024 starting running back is not currently on their roster. I do not think that Roshan Johnson is going to be the one next year. So that's why I'm not overly in on him. Fred says, been enjoying the five takeaways video each week. I appreciate that. Of course, if you're here, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And check out my other content, including the five takeaways video. It is great. I I love doing the five takeaways video. It's a great way to do uh, takeaways in a short format. Um, You know, I like having these live group shows. The rest of my co-hosts are nowhere to be found. So uh, this is a little tough for me, but. Uh, yeah, I love the five takeaways video. I love doing my uh, my videos. I've had a good time with videos. I'm going to work on some video editing. Uh, it, it, it's it been a project that's kind of been in the back of my mind. But it's just tough to do it on the fly in, in season. So, but yeah, if you're enjoying this, make sure to leave a like, a comment, subscribe to the channel. Uh, especially subscribe. It's been so hard for me to get subscriber growth. So, you know... Any support is really meaningful. It's really meaningful. YouTube's hard. It's hard. The algorithm's hard. And I am doing the best I can. But, you know, every little bit of support helps. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Dynasty 1QB, trade offer, Goff or Rashad White. I like Goff, but he's replaceable. I'll take Rashad White. It's harder to find running backs. Videos are awesome. Love that format. Thank you. I love that format too. Uh, That's why I keep doing it. It's a good format for me. Uh, to get my takes out there, also answer the Patreon questions. It's a good format. I, I enjoy it. So always easier to do something when you have passion for it. Pukunakua or Devonta Smith, half PPR. So Pukunakua has probably showed more upside. I will lean for now on the slightly superior, longer track record of Devonta Smith. But that is open to change. That is open to change. But they're in the same tier. In Dynasty. Do I think Gus Edwards is the starter in Baltimore? Gus Edwards is the starter in Baltimore right now. There's no doubt about that for me. He's the starter uh, well ahead of Justice Hill. Keaton Mitchell, uh, who I thought was going to come on and maybe challenge for some work, he suffered a severe hamstring injury, so he's not going to be a part of anything anytime soon. I think he's going to go on IR. Edwards had 14 carries and a catch compared to Hill, four carries and a catch. So... Edwards' catch went for 80 yards. <laughs> so, yeah, Edwards is a starter. Wa- oh, thank you. I always love it when everyone's watching. Um, okay. Is 2-5 and five enough to pull the plug for the next year, for the year and prepare for the next? I would say yes. If you're 2-5, and five, generally, in most dynasty leagues, there's a couple of teams trying to lose, right? There's a couple of teams tanking. So you're usually going to have a team that's 0-14 or 1-13. Minimal wins. What that means is that the average of the teams trying to win, usually nine to 10 teams are trying to win, is higher. So usually seven and seven is not enough to get in the playoffs in Dynasty, assuming it's a 12-team league where six teams make the playoff. So I would say if you go to two and five, I am comfortable in in that regular 12-team format of pulling the plug. Three and four, I still think there's a good, you know, going five and two is not impossible but if you're at two and five i'm not saying sell every player on your roster that's not always the way to rebuild but especially sell your running backs because 
one injury to a running back and they lose a lot of their value. Whereas the same is not true of a wide receiver or quarterback. Anthony Richardson is out for the year and he has lost maybe five overall spots, not five quarterback spots, five overall spots in Superflex Dynasty. Whereas if the same thing happened to Jonathan Taylor, he would lose probably two or three rounds of value. So, and running backs get injured more than quarterbacks. So I would just say, you don't have to sell everyone. Focus on selling running backs and older players. Players you don't want to take into 2024. You know, 24-year-old wide receiver, no need to sell Zay Flowers. No need to sell Chris Olave. Hmm. What would you estimate? Sorry about that. What would you estimate his Cubs value in Dynasty if you were trading him? Good question. It's a good question, and I do suggest people ask some more questions because, you know, the show's not going to be that long without them. Um, I would say Cup is worth... Would I give up a 2024 first for him? If it were late in a contender, if I had to, I would. Um... If I'm trading him away, anything less than 2024 first is not enough. I'd probably take it if I had to. If it was that or nothing, I'd probably take it 2024 first, even if it looks like it's going to be really late. Is T. Higgins a buy low? Yes. T. Higgins is good. People just don't like that he does this thing where he's injured and plays and then doesn't score a lot of fantasy points. People would, if he just sat out those games, his value would be higher. But people are mad because they played him and they got burned. So, yes, T. Higgins is a buy low because he's kind of infuriated people. But I think the uh, opposition to him is mostly emotional. I, I don't think there's any real opposition to T. Higgins' talent. And I do think that T. Higgins is a NFL wide receiver one. He would be a wide receiver one on a majority of NFL teams. Um, so yeah, I would say he is a buy low. He's only 24. He turned 25 in January. He's not old. Yeah. So I caught up on the questions. I'm going to see if there's any, um, I'll go through some of the news. So Miko Hardman was traded to the chiefs from the jets. I did a short on it. It was, uh, it was nice. Oh, I'm so sorry for being late, Tyler. My bad. Okay. I'm so I, sorry. Um, the people said that I was doing a great job. No one said that. But <laughs> no, I have a I have a sore throat, so I'm. I'm, I'm oh struggling. geez. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I have I'm, my cough. Look, I have my cough drops right here. Um, it's yeah. It, it's right. been it's been a mess, but I'm I'm doing okay. We were getting through uh the questions. Um, what was that? I don't know what I was talking about, but. We'll continue on the questions, and then we'll see if you have anything else to add uh, All right. about other things. So, uh, Blake liked my comments on Olave. Uh, I was saying that I'm not concerned about Olave. No, I'm not either. What would you buy him for? 24 first plus a player? Well, I mean, it depends on who that player is. I mean, Well, that's true. I mean, that, you're not vague. buying. Like, that's a very, very vague question. I mean... He's worth more to me than a 24 first, so you'd have to add something. And I don't think anyone's selling Olave for just a plain out 24 first. No, I don't think so. I would, I would highly doubt that. Unless it's like guaranteed one-on-one or guaranteed one-on-two, maybe someone will sell him for that. But 
I still doubt it. I think Alave is worth more than that. I think you're gonna add have to add somebody at least of like a high second round or like late first value, which I don't know. Just throw out, try to throw out a name. Hmm. I'm trying to think who would be worth around that Hollywood value. Brown. Dynasty. What's that? Nico Col- Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. I think that I think that could Nico make Collins. A move. Yeah, Collins can make the move. Yeah, Collins can get that done. Hmm. Who else? Who else could get that done? I'm trying to think like off the top of my head. Christian Kirk. Yeah, that's a good name. That's a good name. Christian Kirk, you could throw in there. Yeah. What about what if you threw what if you threw someone like Jerry Judy? Well, I hate Jerry Judy, so yeah, I would want to get rid of Jerry I, I, Judy as well. Jerry Judy I have ranked lower than the other players we just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good with me. That's I'm not cool interested in, in Jerry Judy. Well, I would send him away. Like I would send well, him I would away. I'd love for to a do long that. Time. Yeah, I'd love to do that, but nobody wants Jerry Judy. Yeah, nobody wants. No, him. nobody wants Jerry Judy. So I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. Yeah, probably um, not. Debo? Would you send away Debo? Hopkins? I think I'd send away. Oh, Hopkins for sure. I'd send away Debo. Hopkins. Hopkins is not worth anything. Yeah, no. Hopkins is. Yeah, yeah Hopkins is declining. Let's look at this one. Let's let's look at this one. So yeah, waiting for Justin Fields to return. Do I run with Geno Smith? Or do I grab CJ Stroud off the waiver wire? I would I would go with CJ Stroud. I mean, I have CJ Stroud at quarterback well. nine this week against I mean Carolina is awesome. I think that's gonna be a high I think like I have actually like I was um I'm preparing my matchup studio for four for football. I was looking through the matchups, you know, talk about some players I like, players I dislike this week. I have a take in there that I think this could be the highest scoring game of the week. I really do. I mean you the Panthers so. What's that? You think so? Yeah, I think that could be the highest scoring game of the week. I mean, you, both these defenses are not the best. Both these defenses have shown weaknesses over the last few weeks. And Bryce Young over the last two weeks has shown improvement. He's looked better with the football in his hands. The Panthers have put up decent points over the last two weeks. Actually, the two games they played, and now they're fresh off a bye, heading into Houston. I think, and we know Houston's offense has been rolling. I think this could be actually be a reasonably high-scoring game. And I think Sadie Stroud's going to have a fantastic performance. Yeah, I mean, I have him at quarterback nine, so. Yeah, he's going to be good for us, he, yeah, also with Tank Dell coming back, he should be better. Yeah, with Tank Dell coming back, he, that's, that's going to be nice. It did look like the offense sputtered a little bit without Tank Dell. Yeah, but Tank Dell's a big Tank piece. Tank is an important part of the Yeah, game. he's a big piece. Geno Smith against Cleveland. I, I know Gardner Minshew had a great game against Cleveland, but no. that's not the norm. <laughs> you know, Gardner um, Minshew, because the thing is, you don't have any film on Gardner Minshew. It's going to be... You didn't have much film, at least. You didn't have a full game, so it's kind of tough to, like... It's the kind of thing where... And I heard someone say this. I think it was a fantasy footballer. Every play when Cleveland was on defense was either a Colts touchdown or it was That was the turnover. fantasy footballers. Yeah, that was Andy Holloway. It was fan very that. strange. I listened to that today. It was so very funny. Very strange. I don't know if I've ever seen a game that, first of all, that started at 1 o'clock and went until 4.45. It never ended. I no, mean, it, was, never it, was ended. Long, it was yeah. It went on forever. So... I'm just saying that I do not expect the Browns to be this bad on defense for two no. straight weeks. No, it was so funny that like I went I went back and found the condensed version of the game because I saw Andy Holloway say that earlier this morning. I was like, is that really true? So I took some time in the afternoon to watch the condensed version of the game, and it was just play after play after play, like no ads or anything. And it was like that's truly how it was. It was just big yeah. plays and then interceptions and big plays. Then fumbles. He looked okay though. He looked okay. I, he looked fine. I don't want to yeah. take away from him, but yeah, I'm not expecting much against New Orleans. Yeah, way. I'm expecting bad things. I yeah. would agree, although 
in New Orleans oh, had some issues. They they had they, they, they had many yeah. problems last week, yeah, including well, their much vaunted run defense was not so vaunted. No, it was not. I was don't not. know what went wrong there. They've um, overall been pretty good on defense, though, but last week was a disaster. Overall, yeah. yeah. Overall, they've been good. I just did this trade. How did I do? Uh, Adams, Mixon, and Devon A. Chain for Camara, okay. Gibbs, and Hollywood. I assume this is... Redraft. Redraft? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it I could mean, be Dynasty. It I, could be, yeah. It could be. If it's Dynasty... Well, now, actually, if it's Dynasty, it's also kind of close. It is, yeah. Because um, you have Gibbs and A-Chain, you know, two you know, pretty high-value running backs, and the rest are like older veterans. If it's Redraft, I think I'll take the three healthy players. I would agree. Yeah, and Kamara's been Kamara's Kamara, actually been like a, yeah. he's Kamara been is the most valuable player in this deal in redraft. Kamara's yeah, going to be our RB one right. the rest yeah, of the that's season. That's probably right. Yeah, he's like, probably the most I am valuable. Confident player. that there's a difference between Kamara and Mixon. Some people would say they're similar, but they're not. Kamara no, is still good, and Mixon isn't. So, if you're still good. You're going to continue to play. If you're not, even if you have a lot of money on your contract, as a runner, he isn't. Kamara looks bad. He doesn't look great as a runner. Like I am not sure runner. that he's the problem. The offensive line is bad. Yeah, he doesn't look but. worse than. It's not like the other running backs come in and suddenly can run. No, he's yeah, actually no. running the best behind yeah. that offense. It's just that they're all bad. Yes, yeah. they're all the whole thing is bad. Whereas Joe Mixon just looks awful. So. I don't know what they're going to do, but, you know, Kamara is worth so much more. And then the other players, Devontae Adams, I will say I like Devontae Adams, but he does scare me a little. It's It's been worrisome. The last few weeks, the usage just hasn't been there. There's something that's a big problem there. I mean, he... It's been quite odd, yeah. There, there's a, there's something unhappy. wrong. He's unhappy. Yeah. And there's we're going to get to that in a second, but I, I would say you did pretty well. In this, uh, would Kirk and Judy for Alavi be good? Yes. Yes, it would oh, be good. Yeah, that wouldn't even be. A, that would be yeah, amazing. Be I would love to do that. Yeah, that, that wouldn't even be a decision. Yes, absolutely. So let's talk about this. So uh, we talked about Devontae Adams, a Great player who could yeah. be on that list. We talked about um, Jerry Judy, a player who yeah, could be on that list. Trade. I want to talk about I want to talk about a player who I, I tweeted about it earlier this week. Uh, I talked about adding Tajay Spears or trading for Tajay Spears in all formats, redraft, dynasty, whatever. Because well, now, to me, you'd already have him. But yes, details. Go ahead. I mean, I did. I did like Tajay Spears as well. But uh, specifically, I think there's the the windows closing rapidly because they the Titans traded away Kevin Byard, right? They traded him away. Uh-huh. He's he's gone. And trading away a veteran player with that much talent shows the Titans understand they're kind of on a downfall, right? When, I think the Newbury, Titans see they're, they they kind of see it. it. I think they see after this loss. Another loss against the Ravens before the bye. They're yeah. two and four. I think that they see that it's not going to pan out. It's for them. not going to pan yeah. out for them. It's not. Um, more so, than likely. Yeah. So that means the next player that's probably going to be on the trade block for them is Derrick Henry, a veteran running back who's been a superstar in the league before. He's getting paid a lot of money right now. Trading him away would be a very viable option for them. So if those rumors start to really circulate and if he actually does get traded, Tajay Spears' value is going to shoot through the roof like you've never seen. There's going to be so much hype. I mean, there already is a lot. He's been already getting a ton of hype because he's looked so good with the ball in his hands so far this season. 
But if he has that backfield to himself, people are going to go insane. So if you can add Tajik Spears in redraft or just quickly, sneakily trade for him in dynasty leagues before his value shoots up, that'd be pretty pretty smart move. And if you have him already, which you know I, I liked him coming out of that draft, Tyler must uh, really liked him as well. If you already have him, just don't get don't get rid of him. Don't let yeah. somebody buy him off you. The thing is that you have to look at the teams that are bad. Yes. And those teams that their decision makers can survive trading everyone away. So, for example, the, you know, the Bears might be two and five, but they're... You know, Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles. No, their GM's the not line. living if they trade everything away. No, so yeah, they don't have security. They there. don't have the ability to do that. No, like yeah, trading away Justin Fields is not really an option for them. No, for their I, job. I don't see that for their as job being realistic. But teams that could trade players away are the Cardinals. Yes, the Broncos. Yep. Um, oddly, the Titans because I think that. The Titans GM is new, right? The GM oh. is new and the coach has a lot of, for whatever. I mean, Mike Vrabel, I think has a you, lot of job security. You trust Vrabel. Yeah. Vrabel's a very trustworthy coach. Well, also I think that the coach is not the coach. First of all, has no coach. No, is not the problem. It's no. not the problem. No. And I also He's think great. Mike Vrabel doesn't have much influence in personnel decisions, which is part of the problem. Not as, um, no. yeah, no, which was part of the problem before it is. Yeah. So yeah, I um, will have to see, but the Titans I think are t- high on the list because, yeah, they're kinda... they're 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 on the Brit they're like they're on that cliff of just like just dropping and collapsing and tearing it all apart, and that's gonna leave Tajay Spears with a ton of value. So I would go ahead out and trade for him and acquire him in yeah. all fantasy leagues you can. Oh, we always talk about these trades and they almost never happen. Like these big yeah, they trades, never do. they almost Very never rare happen. A big trade like that. It's very um, rare, but sometimes it sometimes it goes through. I will say, with the Vikings winning again, the Kirk Cousins trade it's getting less than yeah, less likely, the especially against the 49ers. Trainer. Without Justin well, Jefferson. I mean, yeah, the Vikings won, the Lions lost. I mean, it's two games, and there's ten games left. So, yeah, that's completely out of the realm of possibility. You know, they're not doing point. that. Yeah, they're. I mean, the Vikings are half a game out of a playoff spot, a wild card. Yeah, they are. So yeah. that's not happening. But yeah, the sellers are the Cardinals, the Panthers to a degree. It depends on yeah, what they, is being sold. Um, the problem is they have the thing is they have no. I can see what you're saying, but I don't know if they have the like the the want to or the there's no incentive to because they don't have their first round pick anymore because they gave it up. Yeah, I would just say that. They're, so they 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 wouldn't be like they get money for off the cap like it, they could yeah that would be the incentive is a contract that looks bad yes, and it still is. has guaranteed yeah. money on it after this year if you yeah. eliminated that contract you would eliminate some of that guaranteed money yeah so, that's that's that would be the only incentive though to his money because yeah. they don't have the Miles first Sanders attempt. contract Sanders, is bad yeah Sanders you know like, bad so contracts the disaster but, yeah you know we'll have to see the Broncos the Titans are high on that list. And, you know, I would say the Giants, but the Giants don't have anything that trade to away. sell other than Saquon Barkley. And Sa- I don't Saquon's gonna... the only player that they could sell, but I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. So we'll have to see, but it'll be interesting. 
I do think the one thing that I'm like very confident that's going to happen is Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy is going to be gone. And it's probably going to be Jerry Judy. I would agree. Cortland Sutton has that contract. It'd be harder to trade. I also think that just, I don't know what it is, but there's something wrong. There's something that is not desired with Jerry Judy. I don't know what the problem is, but it, it, it almost seems like personal to a degree, yeah, like it's personal with the coaching staff or personal with Russell Wilson and it seems personal. So yeah. And then I heard the teams were calling about Traylon Burks. I, I have a that's feeling not that's happening. not going to happen, but no, there's no way it would be there's great no for way. his value, but would be, um, Oh my goodness. Traylon, he's such a talented player. I really do still believe in him. I yeah, really believe in Traylon Burks a lot. But, but, you know, you have the Rashad Bateman career path that we're heading on. And it's just a little bit. It's it just doesn't good. look like the storm just looks so bad. Yeah. But if DeAndre Hopkins were traded, that would really help. Yep. Puka is ridiculously good. This this I know. Dude, he's lit. Yeah, he I don't. I, yeah. Good. Puka, I think, honestly think he's going to be. It's funny. I think he's going to be undervalued next year. I actually think he's going to be undervalued next year in redraft leagues. I think he's going to be, I don't think people are going to believe. I think people are going to shoot him down redraft leagues and try to poke holes in his game. And, and he's going to get drafted. Yeah, I think, I think he's going to get drafted too low. I think that's a mistake, but we'll see. Yeah. Is there a player that's less fun to watch than Derek Carr? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. He has been, <laughs> you know, part of me just it was like, very funny. I part almost tweeted me... it uh, after the second, almost interception. And then I realized he was hurt, so I thought it would look tacky. But I almost tweeted yeah. like I've never been ha- so happy to see a player do poorly. No, um, I've I was it's I mean because not only because I predicted that Deshaun Watson would be terrible this year, like Deshaun Watson is a player that like, I was just like, nope, it's not going to work out. We're not going to see that Deshaun Watson again at least this year, if not forever. And it's worked out. But yeah, also with all the offseason crap that happened, it's just Deshaun I don't like Watson. to I don't I don't like to root for people's demise. I really don't. But the smallest part of me is like, he might have deserved yeah. it. Deshaun Watson, I will say, just given like what I've heard, is a very strong dynasty buy. As much as I hate it, Deshaun Watson probably because he's going to play one hundred percent of the team. So the problem is that now Deshaun Watson carries zero value. Like what's what I've heard zero value to some people, which is obviously an inaccurate valuation. He has, unfortunately, as much as I would not like it to be this way, he does have dynasty value. So I would... Yeah, because he's going to start... I'm not really interested in having Deshaun Watson on my dynasty team, but I would poke around and see if you could pay like a second round pick in Superflex for Deshaun Watson. You probably... You I, might as well I, try I, I it. Worst case is it gets declined, right? I mean, I what's, what's, world you know, can get nothing to that. lose. I would try it because I've I've heard some frustrations with Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. He is the, he is the like... He's one of, like, the laughing... You could say, like, laughing stock or the clowns of the NFL right now. People are people are clowning on him right now. Yeah. I'm not. It's, it's it's bad. I mean, I get it. They should be. It, oh, yeah, they should be. Yeah. He should he be. It. But he has, I mean, let's take a look at Deshaun Watson. We can take a look at Deshaun Watson's contract. Yeah, his second. salary. He's going to have to start. They can't bench him. So 
It was so in funny. In 2026, he has $72 million in dead cap in 2026. Oh, oh dead cap. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, you can't move away from yeah, that. He, <laughs> You're stuck. It's, uh, stuck. it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Stuck. It, as oh. a post-June 1 cut in 2026, they would take 63 million in dead cap. That is post June one. That is ludicrous. Yeah. So ludicrous. the only way for them to get rid of him, since his contract is underwater, would be to like pay draft picks to make him go away. Like they would have to pay probably a first round pick to make him go away. Because yep. most of Sean Watson's contract is guaranteed salary, not signing bonuses. So no, because it's, it's guaranteed salary. It's all guaranteed salary. Yeah, it's all guaranteed. what it means is it can be traded. It can be yes, traded and correct. it goes to the new team. If it were all signing correct. bonuses, it would stay with the old team, but it's not. Yeah, so it's all salary. It yeah. can all be traded. He can be traded, but you're going to have to give a first-round pick to trade him. I would love to see a trade like someone, some dumb team trading – and they get a first and Deshaun Watson. The Browns get I nothing. Think there that are was so funny. Who are the Atlanta Falcons? Who are in such dire need strength. of a QB? They might do it. Dire. They're in the middle of the road. They have no quarterback. If you would give them an additional first round pick to maybe use on defense to fix a problem there, and then. Deshaun Watson is probably still an upgrade on Desmond Ritter. Barely. Desmond Ritter is... It's bad. Desmond Ritter Deshaun has Watson, had zero, guys, zero Watson, good games. At least Deshaun Watson had one. One good game this year. Desmond yeah. Ritter has looked good in zero games. No, he's so looked bad. if the Falcons could add a first-round pick, and then you're only taking three years of this contract instead of five, you're... It gets to a point of like, is it worth the risk? So I'm not saying that the Browns are going to do that because trading away your quarterback and giving up an additional first round pick to do it is essentially quitting on multiple seasons. But that's the kind of deal it would take. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Either way, that means he's going to be starting somewhere. So yeah, he's. Wouldn't that be such a funny trade to see? Like, so funny. On like a graphic to see the Browns, there's just nothing there, and the other team, it's a first into Sean Watson. Yeah, like, that would be so funny to me. The I other, like, the other way the trade happens is there's like another distressed asset involved. Like yes, correct. Derek Carr. Oh, I mean, yeah. This disaster of a contract is there as well. So that's like another just going game. from one disaster to another disaster. That's that's the other way it happens. Lateral motion is not going to help yeah. them at all. Thoughts on Trey McBride with Earth's like uninjured reserve been trending up in usage before this even. Um. With Kyler Murray, I like the idea of Trey McBride. Yeah, I will Trey McBride say, though, is a really intriguing option. He is intriguing, but I will say that I'm not sure that Trey. I mean, Trey McBride has not done much. I mean, no, really, it's it's all you got to be aware of what this is. This is a projection from last year to this year. He's barely even improved. It's a projection. It has never happened. So totally yeah. projection. No. And the only like when we saw one game in his rookie year where he truly had like a nut. If a, I had like, to choose, game. And Hollywood the Brown is the last one. couple weeks. Hollywood Brown is the one. 
But oh, if yeah. I had to choose, I think is Trey McBride even ahead? Is Trey McBride even the third option? I don't know. Like Zach Ertz was, but is Trey McBride yeah. going to be? I'm not sure. No, you can't. I like place, what I have seen from Michael Wilson a lot. He was, yeah. if you watch this week's game, he was open. Joshua Dobbs sucks, but Michael Wilson was open. Michael Wilson was open multiple times, and Joshua Dobbs missed him. Michael Wilson already has, I believe, almost as many receiving yards as Trey McBride does in his entire career in three times as many games. And, I mean, Michael Wilson, we are averaging 49 receiving yards a game, three catches a game through seven games. For a third-round rookie, that's, that's great. really good. That's great. Really good, yeah. Impressive. That would, it is. That would pace to what? Let's, I mean, it would pace Three to about 17, about 51 catches. Yeah, I mean, it would uh, be a good, yeah, it would be a good pace, 17, you know. 500, 850 yards. Yeah, so for yeah, a third round catches, rookie, 850 yards. But for a third round rookie playing with Joshua Dobbs, that's really good. Yes, that's impressive. So, yeah. yeah. Trey McBride is not going to have 850 yards. No. So no, Michael Wilson, I think, is going to be the second target. And then Rondell Moore has been involved here and there. I mean, he's, to me... I mean, Brian would have to earn himself a role over Rondell Moore. If he just like if he's just there, he's not going to be able to be great for fantasy. But if he, yeah. he would have to truly take a step. Which Rondell I think he would do. I, think he he has, I almost don't believe these numbers, but Rondell Moore has 113 yards on 28 targets. He's averaging four yards a target. I mean, it's almost like unbelievable. That is unbelievably low. How bad that is. Whereas Michael Wilson is averaging 12.7 yards a target. Yeah, they just give Rondell Moore those quick screens. Yeah, and no, there's something try wrong to let him go. here. Rondell Moore has 28 targets and 113 receiving yards, but Michael Wilson has 27 targets and 343 receiving yards. Yeah, there's something stupid. wrong there. Yeah, that's I bad. think that once we have Kyler Murray who can deliver the ball downfield a little bit better, there's nothing wrong with Kyler Murray's arm. Kyler Murray's arm is not hurt. His no. arm is fine. His knee is the problem. So there's no reason why his deep ball is not going to be there. Michael Wilson is someone that I think is going under the radar because this offense has been bad. And I think that, well, I like Kyler It has been better than expected, though. It has such a low bar. It's been yeah, just a low bar instead yeah, of bar. abysmal. When Kyler yeah. Murray comes back in, I think that I mean, you got to keep in mind, Michael Wilson has 40 less yards than Hollywood Brown on 33 less targets. Like, something's wrong here. Yeah, dude. Like, something's wrong. Like, this needs to be corrected immediately. <laughs> so, I didn't realize the numbers were this strike. I mean, also, I didn't realize Hollywood Brown has 60 targets. Yeah, dude, he's been a target monster. Yeah, he only has 383 yards. I mean, he's only averaging 6.4 yards a target, which is also awful. It's also low, yeah. But I don't think that's his fault. No. I think that that's it's Dobbs. I mean, Hollywood Brown is getting open. He's playing well. Joshua Dobbs is not that good. Joshua Dobbs, I think, has been exposed. And I yeah. think we we've seen that now. Kyler Murray's gonna come back in, and I think he's gonna fix this problem. The next two games are gonna suck. It's against Baltimore and then against Cleveland. Yeah, no, that's not fun. That's not so good. But after that, Atlanta, Houston. The go. Rams. There you go. So three beatable defenses in a row. 
then not so good at the Steelers by week and 49ers. Yeah, Steelers give up a lot through the air. Steelers and give the 49ers up a lot the were hit or miss this week. Yeah, they've been. Um, yeah, the, the defense. The defense has been quite uh, inconsistent this year. There have been games. Inconsistent. Where, like, yeah, they've, they've been a little the 40- inconsistent. There have been games where like, what's where their defense go? You can put up <laughs> like, numbers on the 49ers, even if they're getting turnovers. And then yeah. in week 16, it's the Bears. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Love that. But I would just say that Trey McBride, I don't see Trey McBride being a tight end one, even with Kyler Murray. Let alone. Yeah, it, it's an uphill battle. It is indeed an uphill this battle. This week, I, mean, I have Trey McBride at tight end 20. Yeah, I wouldn't be starting I'm, Trey McBride. I'm, I'm thinking that's even a little too high. Like, I'm on I the fence even there. at 20. I think you're fine there. But I that, that just think it's trouble. such a t- tall hill to climb. Like, am I ever going to rank Trey McBride over, like, even Logan Thomas with the usage? Probably not. I don't see that hill being climbed. I just, so. I know what I saw. Like, I watched, a, I made, I, like, I watched a lot of film on Trey McBride. I know what I saw. I looked at the, I remember the numbers, you know, 1,100 yards in college for a season at tight end. It's just something, like, he put up unbelievable numbers and looked really, really good on tape. He's an athletic beast. I know. It's just not, it's but, not, a, it's not showing up. Yeah, it hasn't shown up yet, which has been quite frustrating. It's not showing but, up. It didn't show up last year when he got the usage. It's not showing up now in his but limited But this is his chance. This is his chance. This is it. Absolutely. This is his chance, and I don't want to give up on a tight end. He's got Dynasty, I'm still interested, but yes. I just – I'm worried that he's one of those players that's going to have that breakout at, like, 27 after everyone's already given up on him. Potentially, yeah. It could yeah. be that way. Is Gus Edwards a starter? Absolutely. We answered that already. Yes. Yeah, he is. For some reason, I feel like Atlanta would try to pull off a field straight. No, I think Atlanta is four and three. I think they're going to roll with Desmond Ritter for now. Yeah, I, I think they are. It's going to be bad. I think that Atlanta is in. I mean, we've seen like Atlanta was in the Deshaun Watson market. Atlanta could be in the Kirk Cousins market. I think Atlanta could be in a lot of quarterback markets, you know, in the future. But oh, yeah. I don't think they're pulling off an in-season trade. No, yeah, I think they'll be more like trade up for one of the top quarterbacks in the class kind of deals. I think that's uh, what how we're are they going to do that though? That that's the know. thing is like how are they going to get up there? I don't know. I don't understand how they're going to do it. I don't I like. I don't like. You know, the Atlanta Falcons are so confused because they keep winning games, and Desmond looks horrible, and they're going to be stuck with him. Because the free agent class of 2024 is just not there. There's no quarterbacks that are like it's Kirk, Kirk Cousins is the only one. Isn't the, isn't Jared Goff also a free agent in 2024? No, oh, no, 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 he isn't. No, that's he's he's, he's not. And also the unlike Kirk Cousins has already been franchise tagged twice. Jared Goff has not, so he yes. could be franchise tagged. Yeah, and he would be at, at the current moment. Yeah, um, he would be, but he's not even a free agent. Dak is the one who's a free agent technically in 2024. I think so. I thought his he's contract a free was agent at some point soon. I feel like oh, yeah, no, his no. contract. No, he's not a free agent, but he is in the like cap vomit year and they have to fix it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But I don't know. Uh the, the Falcons are kind of one of those weird teams. I don't really know where they're going. Yeah, it's 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 quite interesting. They they're they're a team that could be like stuck for the next few years in the quarterback hole where they just don't have a guy. Because they keep winning games because of their defense and their elite skill position players, but they just don't have a quarterback. 
Yeah. And it's just infuriating. And Arthur um, Smith is just the worst. I hate him so much. I know. I saw a hilarious meme today where it was a video of Arthur Smith running down the field to the ref calling a timeout. He was just yelling timeout, call an effing timeout. And the caption was, whenever Arthur Smith realizes he has a play that's designed to go to one of his best skill position players. Uh, it was just yelling timeout. It was just like, that's, that's, ex- that's exactly it, man. Because like he doesn't give the ball to, like, Bijan disappeared this week because he was sick, I guess. Was he? And I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That was so weird. It was I so weird. Know, I mean, Bijan did say he wasn't feeling well. Like he just he Bijan Robinson himself did say in a press conference he wasn't feeling well, but I don't. We'll know. have to see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm in first place, but I need a running back. Got offered Kamara and Kendra Miller for my late first uh, thoughts. Uh, there are worse things, but I'd rather not. I mean, I'd rather not. Kendra Miller. I'd rather not. Um, is a bust. Where where was he? He Jamal Williams. Yeah, was... it's been bad. Was I've been uh, I've started losing faith. and Kendrick Miller played no snaps whatsoever. Yeah, I'm I'm losing None. faith quickly. No, Kendrick Miller. And you know, at the end of the day, you should be able to. Yes, I'm not necessarily expecting you to become the starter, but you should be able to challenge for some work. Make them put you on the field. No, you don't have to be the starter, but make them put yeah. you on the field. Make if you're yeah. this buried. It's not good. It, it's you know, not I'm, good. I'm losing faith. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, I was a big, big Kendra Miller guy. I was a huge fan. I loved his tape. His numbers were fantastic. But I am, um, and he beat. I mean, he beat out like a massive, massive recruit, Zach Evans, early in his college career. I'm, I'm starting to lose a little faith a little bit. I'm hoping suddenly beating out Zach Evans doesn't field, really look but... like much of an accomplishment. What's that? Beating no, out it's Zach not. Evans really doesn't look like an accomplishment anymore. No, it's not. But I mean, it's really he was not a... important. No, it's not. But yeah, it's. Yeah, it's been quite frustrating as Kendrick Miller, I think fan, but I'm losing. Time. I'm losing hope. Yeah, I'm fine. Like waving the white flag on Kendrick Miller, I, I don't think he's worth much of anything. That's fair. You might as well try for something else. It's late first. Etn got traded for Barkley, and oh, well, I'd love to have Barkley and Andrews over just Etn. Yeah, that's great. Um. I mean, he was a first-round pick, and he yeah, showed a lot I mean, of talent in the rookie there's year. Not, I'm, there's nothing to sell you on him. Like, the talent's there. Yeah, if he's sure. become so cheap, then he's worth buying. Yeah, and he, he showed, even though he was injured in the games where he played, he was fully healthy, he showed some really good talent. Like, he showed the ability to be a number one wide receiver in the NFL. He has that ability. He has that. He has the size. He has the frame. He has... He has the ability to do it. No. He can do it. Goff and Kirk for Olave. Um, hmm, that's interesting. I mean, Jared Goff has gained a lot of value. Obviously, I mean, it looks like he's going to be the starter for the. Like, it looks like an extension. Yeah, could be for for the foreseeable future. So, yeah, I would. This is about right. This this is about yes. right. I still don't think Jared Goff is ever going to be valued much higher than he is. No, um, yeah, he is a. He if you can sell him pretty high, it would. Oh, it, here, here's some tough. news. Deshaun Watson has a strain of the the subscapularis, whatever that is, uh, within the rotator cuff, and, and there's a lot of problems. It sounds like many problems. I don't like to hear about problems. I, I don't know. No. I don't know what that means. They're not fun. It seems. Oh, it's going to cause him to miss. Uh, it could be four to six weeks. 
What an inconvenience. He's going to IR. An inconvenience. Oh, no. Another inconvenience. Oh, what? Unfortunate. Unfortunate. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But it sounds like it could be missing. He could be missing more time. More time missed. I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore, really, at this stage. No. What else is there to say? No, there's nothing else to say. He's going to miss time and. They're going to be backups in there. And honestly, though, it was funny. The backup looked better than Watson filling in for him. Did he? he looked straight up. He, he looked better. He, PJ Walker is PJ so bad. bad. He's bad. The problem with PJ Walker is there are open players. He looks at the open player and then just moves on. Yeah. He moves on from the open player. He is reading, reading his progressions, just moves on from open. Like, what are we doing? Like, Amari Cooper, wide open, multiple times. Yeah, they even like targeted Amari Cooper in the first half of the game. Like he, like he did nothing. Well, that was, but that was the problem. He did not target Amari Cooper. The where Amari Cooper was open, why didn't he target Amari Cooper? So, PJ Walker is not an improvement. Like PJ Walker is not better. No, I wouldn't say he's improvement. But he looks no, better. PJ Walker is embarrassing. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good, and. While the Browns' weapons were nice in this game where 39 points were scored, I, I'm i very concerned. Very, very concerned. But oh, yeah. very excited for Kareem Hunt. Yeah, especially now with Jerome Ford. With Jerome Ford. Hunt Pierre Strong should be added, especially in Dynasty he on waivers. Yeah, he should be. Olave, okay, I'm not concerned about Olave's arrest. Nope. I learned this lesson with Jordan Addison. We overreacted, I think. And that was yeah, speeding absolutely. at twice the speed. He's already out. He's already out. Like he's gone. He's if out. If you of got arrested for a speeding violation in your life, it probably really wouldn't have much of an impact in your life, right? No. It would be no. it's something you go to court, you pay your fine, and you you know you might have to take a driving class, which is a good thing. I mean, you should not. Yeah, speed. you should if you're speeding. You should not speed. You should pay your fine. You should, if you have to take a driving class, you should take a driving class so you don't yep. learn that this is a problem. Now, is this going to affect his ability to play in the NFL? No. Did anyone get no. hurt? No. Like, there's no, no nothing is going to happen here. This wasn't a Henry Ruggs. No, no, there's nothing happening here. No. Like, it's not. It's fine. Yeah. It, the reason we're hearing about it is because he's a well known NFL player. Yeah. Did you see what he said to the officer when he was getting. I did, and I thought it was funny. That was pretty I, good. It was before, I don't know, funny, but. It, that was pretty good. I mean, he said, I'm a. I have no a, concerns with Chris Olave. No. Maybe some coaching staffs will like punish the player like by limiting the, like i'm not get, thinking about that too much like no the, the, just the, fine. the saints are three and four they need to win this game they need chris olave to win like they don't have a choice i will yeah. say the one thing with chris olave is that he needs to run his all his routes with 100 percent effort because he didn't do that in the last game he didn't do that no he, he needs to have 100% effort on every play. And that yeah, I, be fixed. I, I, like, I thought about that this past week. I went back and watched the games. And I was watching Chris Olave. I was like, does that is full speed? Like, there were a few times where I was like, yeah, there's no way. He looks slow. Yeah, he's not slow. So <laughs> He's not. He's very quick. He's not a speedster, but he's not slow. He's not slow. Not like Jake Bobo, who looked plenty fast. Jake Bobo. He looked plenty fast. He's the, Actually, he's year, the slowest dude. wide receiver to ever run the 40. So, just goes to show. DK and Aaron Jones for Eckler, good. Uh, in Dynasty, obviously. In Redraft, Eckler is scary, but I think I'd take Eckler here. 
because DK and Aaron yeah. Jones are just as scary, if not worse. Eckler's the one with yeah. high end upside. There's, I think we have to accept a new reality with DK Metcalf. You we, know, we need to be in a, and I moved him down in my dynasty rankings because we need to accept a new reality. DK Metcalf is not a wide not receiver. Elite. It's not that DK Metcalf is not elite, but because I think he isn't that far off from being elite. No, but he's not far. But I don't I think he's in here. But DK Metcalf is just as elite as Devonta Smith or T. Higgins. He's just as elite as they are. The difference between DK Metcalf and those guys is that DK Metcalf now faces competition from two other really good players, and Geno Smith is not trustworthy. So because of that, DK Metcalf is someone who is going to be more of a mid-wide receiver two in good matchups and a low-end wide receiver two in bad ones, like this one against Cleveland. So because of that, and if this is redraft, I'm going to stick with Eckler, who has not played well, but I think that Eckler is still a top five running back rest of season. Yeah, and as JSN continues to earn himself a higher target share in the offense and gets more on the field, it's only going to hurt DK Metcalf even more. The thing is, Ty Lockett is dropping off, though. Ty Lockett's Yeah, I wouldn't say that it's going to hurt DK Metcalf actually that much more. I think that it's just the kind of thing where DK Metcalf, if he were playing on the Chiefs, could easily be a wide receiver one, but he's not. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, but he's on the Chiefs. Thoughts on picking so far? He's played well. He's, he's played well, he excellent. Man. but I he caution people with, with George Pickens is that this is who George Pickens is. He is a big play receiver who will never average eight receptions a game. The volume. No, it's never going to be there. The volume no. will never be there. So the volume. If you look back at his college numbers, there. it wasn't there either. It wasn't there in college. The volume's no. not going to come. So if the volume doesn't come, then he has to stay this efficient forever so i have george pickens at wide receiver 23 in dynasty but a lot of that's because of youth i almost think wide receiver 23 for a season is like his ceiling but yeah, he's so is, young he's 21 he's 22 the so, thing is he just like like when you watch him play like he just is uber talented he really is that guy and he's someone that could just make those plays every yeah. single down like when you put it up to if you have george pickens one-on-one you put it up to him like that's just that's pickens just is never even gonna he's not gonna if you notice, when Deontay Johnson is out, George Pickens didn't become what Jordan Addison did. No, he didn't. He, he didn't, didn't become that. He's going to be what he is. That's that's the real problem is Jordan Addison, players like Jordan Addison, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins to a degree, these players, when the other player is out, can vault up. They can yes, step they up. Yes, they can. They can step up. be something else, especially Devonta Smith. But oh, yeah. the other ones... I would say, have an argument as well. They can step up. George Pickens can't do that. He can't do that. He is what he is. So because of that, he's in a completely different value tier. He's in a value tier of guys, of a mix of like older and like he's in value tier with like DJ Moore, who like has more secure volume, but is older. Someone really old, like Devontae Adams. Someone older, but with more upside, like Debo Samuel. Like, Marquise Brown, someone with more volume but less upside. Nico Collins, yeah. someone who has some similar upside but is better in some ways but worse in other ways. So these are players that are similar. Christian Kirk, someone who's a lot safer but has no upside. Really. Long term. 
So y- y- these are the kind of guys that George Pickens, he's not similar to like Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jordan Addison, Puka Nakua. Those are players, you know. Zay Flowers. Those are players who've shown an ability to, Jackson Smith and Jigba, at least still in college, and the other ones in the NFL have shown an ability to be high volume receivers, which George yes. Pickens is not. He's not. At the end of the day, it's a PPR game. You want to win with PPR. And George Pickens is someone who might be better in your brain than he is on the fantasy score sheet. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I don't like him. No, he is. He, man, some of the plays he's made this year, like watching him on film, he just like, it's just like unbelievable. So the plays he's been making, yeah. but he just doesn't get the volume consistently enough. No. And he never will. No, he never will. Uh, how's it going, guys? Long time no see, Hutch. Looking good. Me. Thank you. Thanks. And I, it, it's going okay. Um, my voice is not so good, but otherwise it's good. <laughs> Could Pitts get moved? Um, I really miss Patrick. I need him to read these questions. Um, <laughs> Arthur's Pitts, no, Arthur's miss keeping Pitts. You can give him like two targets a game. No way. Yeah. Pitts is not game. getting moved. The Falcons have no, a winning Pitts record. They're currently leading a division. Yeah. He's Falcons not is not getting traded. Maybe in the offseason. I could see. Yeah, that could be a world. I could yeah, see a complaint. Like, if Kyle Pitts is like, demands a trade, I don't know if they oblige it, but I could see him saying, like, I want to be paid more. I'm not going to get paid on my free agent contract if I'm in this offense. I want to leave. So I could see it. But in the season, no. By Michael Wilson, yes. Yes, he's yeah. someone who's going under the radar. Right. Um. He, I, all, he was like all the hype, but like before the season and preseason, like in the beginning. Oh, no, yeah, but, but no, kinda, he's not really all the hype. It, he was, he, he got a lot, but he, he was, was in Arizona, so no one really cared. Well, a lot of sleeper no. hype, yeah, but that's not the same thing. Like, yeah, if you sure. can move like an aging Tyler Lockett for Michael Wilson and Dynasty, I would, I would do that, like, yeah, yeah something like yeah. that. That's the kind of player I'd look to move. Like, yeah, could you move like Josh Palmer? who's looking like he's more productive now First, someone who's Josh Palmer is just a guy. If you're just yeah. a guy with Justin Herbert, you'll stay afloat, but he's just a guy. And also it's important to note that the fact that Josh Palmer is producing and Quinton Johnson is not, is a commentary on Quinton Johnston, not Josh Palmer. No, no, for real. Like Quinton Johnson is, is so yeah, bad. Quinton Johnson not is. Not that Josh Palmer is really good. Um, But it does, it is important to note that. Michael Wilson is, is a buy, though. I listed a couple ways you could go about that. Um, and then uh, someone else like Romeo Dubs. Romeo Dubs is just a guy. Like, I'm not I'm not impressed with He's Romeo a guy, Dubs. yeah, he's fine. Michael Wilson, to me, has a lot more upside. Uh, yeah. To answer this question, I'm going to say no and no. No concerns for Chris mm-hmm. Olave getting in trouble. He's already out of jail. I'm not, I'm not concerned. Should I bench Olave for Josh Downs? No. Absolutely not, no. no. You I like Josh Downs, but no. We're never benching Chris Olave. He's one of those players that's like, I will ride Chris Olave into the ground. If yeah. Chris Olave is active, yeah, he's yeah. he's on that level of if he's active, I'm playing him. Yep. Absolutely. Uh <laughs> Bijan was only sick because he looked at Arthur Smith's playbook. I would be very sick if I looked in there, but I will say, while Bijan Robinson might not have been getting the workload that we want, he was averaging 18 and a half touches per game before this week. So he yeah, is not the one who's suffering. Him. And he's getting a lot of receiving work, probably more on yeah, this rec- team than he would have gotten on others. So yeah, dude, the receiving I'm not sure that Bijan Robinson is the one who has a problem with Arthur Smith's playbook. No. Like, Bijan Robinson has been fine. Has it been what we wanted? No, but it was one of those things where, like, was this player ever going to live up to what we wanted? <laughs> no, probably not. Like, he had 
26 catches in the six previous games. So, you know, that's good for running back. Yeah. Same theory could be applied to Will Levis, who couldn't even beat out uh, Malik Willis. So, yeah, I think that Ryan Tannehill is going to be out this week. So, who's going to start? I think it's going to be Willis. I've I've seen reports saying, I've seen reports saying it's going to be both quarterbacks playing, which I don't believe for a second. I think it's Malik Willis. If Will Levis was going to get on the field, he would have done it already. Just symbols that. I do think that I, I don't even know. Who cares? You can't play either one of them. No, you can't play either one. No. We just were discussing Bijan Robinson and thoughts on the investigation. Well, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into it, uh, and we'll have to see. It does. Uh, it's a big violation. A big violation by the Falcons uh, reporting staff. You have to report new injuries. Uh, yeah. For the um, you know, if we're going to have the NFL, we're going to put ourselves in the um, you know, in league with all the gambling situation. You gotta, you gotta be honest. Otherwise, people could take advantage of this inside information. You gotta publish it. Yeah, Even you gotta do it. Playing field, you can't have something like this happen. This is a big violation. If someone wanted to bet, had inside information, they could bet on the Bijan Robinson under. Can't have that. That can't have that. That would yeah. be a big problem. So. I will say it is a big problem and it's something they're going to have to look into. But it's not really relevant to fantasy football, but they, they do need to look into that. Full PPR, Mostert, ETN, JT, and Brees Hall bench one. So uh, for me, I have uh, Brees Hall at running back six. He's he, never benching him. Yep, never benching him. Um, I would be between ETN, I have at running back two. <laughs> so I'm not benching him. Yeah, you play ETN. And Taylor and Mostert to me are back to back. I have Mostert at 14 and Taylor at 15. So I guess I would bench Taylor. Uh, New Orleans is not my favorite matchup, although neither is no. Yeah, New Orleans is not. Yeah, New Orleans run defense. I mean, they were bad last week, but New Orleans run defense on the season. I do like lockdown. that Raheem Mostert kept the lead role. Uh, neither Wilson nor Ahmed did anything. No, yeah, it was Mostert. I think Mostert's I would bench top. Taylor. But, I would as well, which is something I never thought I'd say for a while. Yeah, but, but I, I yeah, do have Taylor. the – last week we evened up on the touches, and this week I think that Taylor – like I have Taylor and Moss far lead. apart. I have I think, Taylor at RB15 and Moss at RB30. Yeah, Taylor is slowly but surely getting a little bit more involved every single week. I He's think this is the week where role. Taylor becomes the clear lead. He could be, yeah. But I still think it'll be a somewhat of a split, so I'll, I'll go with uh, the other three. Yeah. I don't think so. Players don't get suspended no. for this kind of thing. No, they don't. They just don't. The NFL just doesn't care. The NFL cares about things that make them look bad. And they just don't. Yep, someone's beating really just doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't no, matter. It doesn't, it matter doesn't hurt their PR. Everything that the NFL does is someone who's talked to them, talked to their representatives on a couple of different occasions. Everything they do is all about their PR. That's all that matters. Um, and this is just not <laughs> super important to them. So... Yes, the video is hilarious. I suggest everyone go watch it. Go oh, watch it for yourself. So it's good. funny. It's it's funny. So in, in good. kind of a dark comedy kind of way. And the memes have been made out of it. Yeah. What do you think of Aaron Jones' uh, rest of season? We'll probably get to the bottom of the chat and then wrap up the show because my voice is is pretty much shot. All right. Um, yeah, sure. What do I think of Aaron Jones' rest of season? I don't like him. I have no tough, confidence man. in Aaron Jones anymore. It's None. tough. Man, How yeah. can you? No. Yeah. It's it's tough too. 
he's not getting the work. I mean, and now we're having a lingering injury. I mean, if he were 22, I would be like, it's going to be fine. But it's, it's he's not. I don't trust him anymore. Yeah. I mean, in mm-hmm. the last three games he's played, he's had nine, five, and eight carries. And those are the three games he's played this year. He played game one, then was inactive for two games, then played week four, then missed another game. And then after the bye week, still came back with eight touches. He, he's done nothing all year. Nothing at all. He has 94 yards this season. Yeah, it's, it's been quite frustrating for him. I mean, the offense, I mean, Jordan Love just looks bad. He made no, the Denver Broncos defense look great. I, well, yeah. He Here's made the, the Broncos defense it. look good. It was terrible. It's not going to look good uh, this week. For the Broncos? Playing the Chiefs. It's not going it, to look it, so good. Yeah, they played the Chiefs. It's not going to look yeah. so good. I couldn't I tell who you were talking corrected. about. I didn't remember the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, no, their yeah, defense is terrible. They're in coach. But oh, yeah. I have gotten to the point where I can no longer just put Aaron Jones in and say, it's Aaron Jones. He's going to be good. I need to see Aaron Jones oh, no. actually get the work before I rank him as someone who gets the work. He needs to yeah. actually do it. Otherwise, I'm not going to believe it. I have Aaron Jones this week at running back 22. So that's saying that I think he's going to be in a committee and rely on catches. He's had more receiving yards this year than rushing yards. Someone who's yeah, going to rely on catches we're at this for point. his fantasy value. Yeah, that's what we're at. And I do point. think versus Minnesota, they could be playing from behind. So I do think there's way. an opportunity for the game script to favor him. But I'm not relying on Aaron Jones. We're way past the point where he's an RB1 or even a, a high-end RB2. We're, he's RB22 for me. And if he doesn't perform this week, he's not going to be totally inside fair. the top 24. Yeah, totally fair. Who's better rest of season, Kincaid or Ferguson? With Dawson Knox hurting, it, it's Kincaid by a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Kincaid's involvement yeah, last week was fantastic. Uh, yes, it was fantastic. But great to see. without Knox, it's going to be even better. I have Kincaid oh, yeah. this week at tight end nine. It feels low, but the, the top eight is just so, so far above. It's just hard to get him in there. But yes. I have him at nine, and it feels like that could be a ranking where I get burned, as in being too low. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Kincaid is a fantastic play. And who did the Bills get this week? I remember it. It's Tampa Bay on Thursday yeah, Night Football. Yeah. It's really not exciting in game. any way. It's a weird but, game, yeah. Uh, I'll still play him. Jake Ferguson this week, I have a tight end 13. I don't hate him rest of season. I do think he's going to be the starter for the rest of the year. But yeah, I just think that Michael Gallup has started to look a little bit better. And I think that Gallup, man. he's going to be the wide receiver too. And then Brandon Cooks is still mixing in. I just... Nick Ferguson is like just okay. I'm, I'm he gets not, the leftovers. Yeah, he gets the leftovers. But this week, I'm I'm fine playing him. There's a lot of tight ends who are hurt or hurting. Like Luke Musgrave is hurt. You know, Gerald Everett is is hurting. So Zach Ertz is now gone. Pat Frymuth yep. is gone. Yep. Do I think the 49ers miss Debo? Yes. Yes. Debo is a oh, yeah, explosive player and a very important part of their offense. Absolutely. Absolutely they do. In an ideal world, the 49ers would use George Kittle mostly as a blocker. Brandon Ayuk is their wide receiver one. Debo is their gadget mm-hmm. player. And Christian McCaffrey is their workhorse. In an ideal world. Yes. I think that's what they want. When Debo's out, George Kittle has to serve more as a receiver. You notice that Christian McCaffrey's rushing efficiency was not the same. Because no, George Kittle was serving more as a receiver. And, uh, you know, Debo Samuel is also a good blocker. Uh, he's he's very big. I mean, it gives an advantage on the outside that Juwan Jennings does not provide. 
Absolutely, they miss Debo. 100%. With that being said, uh, Debo's not going to play this week. Uh, He's going to be back week 10 at the earliest. So with Debo out, Brock Purdy, you can play him against Cincinnati, but I don't feel like I have to. I have Brock Purdy at quarterback 12. Quarterback's brutal this week. There are a lot of bad matchups um, from starters that I would want to play, like Matthew Stafford is at Dallas. That one is it's scary to look at him. Yeah, no. Um, so I do still have Brock Purdy at 12, but I'm not super excited. Yeah, no, that's not a it's not a it's not a fun yeah. one. Different league, yeah. uh Josh Downs or Michael Thomas. Um this week, I'll go with uh Josh Downs. And probably for all weeks. The matchup's Michael, not fun, but I'd Michael have Thomas, to Michael Thomas, I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in Michael Thomas. I'm not either. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'd have to agree with Downs. Unless Chris Olave doesn't play. Yeah, then that's a whole different story. But yeah, it would have to be Downs. I'm the only one who liked the Bijan disappearing. I mean, I have no Bijan, so it didn't really affect me. But I... I yeah, I, I didn't get too much Bijan either, unfortunately, in redraft yeah. this year. I didn't get too much of him. Josh Downs or Zay Flowers? Zay Flowers. Yeah, absolutely. Zay, Zay Flowers is Zay Flowers is someone that I think is I have watched receiver thirteen this week. Ooh. It's Arizona. It's Zay Flowers was playing every oh, yeah, snap Arizona, while the game was contested. Zay Flowers and Mark Andrews basically played every snap, and everyone else yeah. rotated. But while the game was in contest, those two played every snap. They the were primary are here above the, like they're in their own yeah. world above the rest of the receivers. It's so, kind of like, it, it's kind of like now how Hollywood Brown was for that year yeah. in, in Baltimore where him and Andrews were the only two and it was everybody that's else. What it feels like, yeah. That's what it is now. With Arizona is such an easy, strong it's matchup. So great. Oh, it's such a great so, matchup. Everyone I, I have safe flowers way higher. Way. I love seeing their offense truly dominate this week against the Lions, a really brutal defense. It was great. Yeah. To see. I'm hoping they keep that going with the new OC and everything. Hopefully they start getting things clicking. Yeah, I talked about that on the five takeaways. It looks great. Um, look, they, Lamar especially looks really impressive. Look good as a passer. Yeah, it looks impressive. Michael Wilson in the third for MT. Third's on the wrong side. Michael Wilson's worth more than MT. Yep, absolutely um, agree. Ferguson or Kyle Pitts. Uh, this week, Tennessee is a pass funnel defense, so I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Last funnel for sure. So Kyle Pitts, Jake yeah. Ferguson's kind of fading. Kyle Pitts is coming on a little bit. So Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I have Especially Kyle Pitts at 10 and Jake Ferguson at 13. Yeah, behind the back catch. I did see back that. Catch. That was unbelievable. Yeah, Kyle Pitts is still good. Yeah. He's such a good player. Would you trade Russ and Shahid for Burrow and redraft? Yeah. Shahid. Yeah. 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 yeah I'll take right. Burrow. Yeah. Any news on James Conner? No. Actually, I haven't heard anything on James Conner. Will he be back yeah. this season? I'm going to assume yes. But yeah, he will. That's just an assumption. He'll come back. I have no idea how long he's going to be out. The IR just meant that he was out minimum of four weeks. I don't know if it's going to be five weeks, or six weeks, seven weeks. I have no idea how long it's going to take him to come back. It was not stated at the time. So no, yeah, there's just be, I don't be no know, place. but I will say, given how the other running backs have looked, Imari, DeMarcado, Keontae Ingram, and Damian Williams have all looked Ugh. So when James Conner comes back in, he'll be the starter. And I'll rank yeah. him as the starter, no matter Absolutely. how well – Imari DiMarcado looks and it hasn't been so good. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just want to remind everyone, if you're here to like comment, uh, subscribe and hit the notifications bell. So you can be Absolutely. notified about uh, the future content. 
and all that. Um, if you like this kind of thing, uh, patreon.com slash fantasy advice to get more of my advice. Uh, every Monday, I'm dropping a five takeaways video. You can view the current one on the channel. Every Friday, I'm doing a video with one must start and one must sit player at every position. Uh, sometimes I'll do shorts. And then uh, next week, we're probably going to have something a little different on Tuesday. I might do something in kind of in conjunction with the trade deadline, move the show up, up a little bit earlier. I'm going out for Halloween. So, yeah, um, I, will, I don't think I'll, I sadly don't think I'll be here for next week's show. Yeah. I'll be out. Well, yeah, the show is going to be significantly earlier in the day. So just look for that uh, next Tuesday. I don't know exactly. I think I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can get Patrick because, you know, he had his baby. So he's actually off from work. So I'm going to see if I can coordinate something with him during the day. But it'll probably be around 2 to 3 Eastern-ish uh, next week's show. But don't worry. I'll get the stream yard up for that on Monday so you have advance notice uh, for when that show is going to be. So look for my start sit video on Friday. Look for any shorts throughout the week. And then five takeaways next Monday. And then uh, midday special Tuesday live show. It'll either be me alone or uh, potentially me with Patrick. And then the following week, we'll be back to the regular time. It's just a one-week thing. Um, I do thank everyone for watching, especially everyone who was bearing with me at the beginning of the show when I was by myself. Um, and, uh, I, it's all good. good. Uh, and I, I appreciate this. My voice is kind of, it's a little shaky. I'm doing okay, but little shaky on the voice. So I I tried to power through it. Um, but yeah, I appreciate the audience. Appreciate everyone on Twitter X, um, appreciate all my patrons and I will see you all later. Peace out.